come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 188 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And we have a show for you today. That we do. And uh, But uh, before we get to that, let's thank our beautiful, talented amazing kind sponsor get away today absolutely we definitely want to thank them because they've been a fantastic uh, sponsor of the podcast and a fantastic travel company to work with i'm actually trying to pull up some information that i saw today of theirs they are doing some new things Ooh. with the way that they're booking trips so I just want to pull that up here real quick before we get too far into this. So they, as of today, have introduced their new travel savings plan. So what this is going to do is it's going to help you plan for a future vacation. And right now it's going to get you over $300 in value for just 200 bucks is what it costs to get this thing started. Um, so it's a great way to give your family the gift of a of gift of travel for the holidays and give yourself something to look forward to. So, um, sorry, I just got to get this open here. So for a limited time, um, they're doing these travel savings plans now. So how it works is you select the amount you'd like to save toward your next vacation, add it to your cart. Um, and then it says you'll select, the travel savings slash layaway plan for $200 is your form of payment at checkout. You'll be able to set your own number of payments before processing. Once your fee is processed, you'll receive a certificate with your perks within 24 hours. Benefits will be applied when you make your travel plans. So basically, you're going to be able to, through Getaway Today, set up basically what's a savings account that you're going to be able to use for a vacation at a future date. So yes, you may not be able to get to Disneyland right now, but if you wanted to, you can start saving for that. When they were talking about the perks in there that you're going to get as part of this savings plan, and let me tell you, these perks definitely make this worth it. You're going to have first priority on specials and information when tickets when ticket sales are available. You're going to get free peace of mind plan. That's normally mm -hmm. 75 bucks. So if something changes, if Disneyland has to close again and you're not able to go, you're not going to get charged to reschedule or cancel your trip. You're going to have that included at no extra charge. And like I said, that's normally 75 bucks to get that peace of mind plan. You're going to get a free layaway plan. You don't have to pay to start your layaway plan, which is normally 100 bucks to get that started. And that's for your next Southern California <coughs> travel um, that you'll be doing. Um, you're also going to get a $50 travel credit towards any Disneyland resort package. You're going to get a $50 travel credit towards any Walt Disney World resort package. And you're going to get $50 travel credit towards any San Diego or cruise package. So, um, and it looks like you can 
do a $1,000 savings plan, $2,500 savings plan, $5,000 savings plan, or you can do a custom amount. So they're really doing a great thing here, I feel like, in the fact that you may not be able to get to the Disneyland Resort right now, but you can start saving towards that. You're going to get some great perks to go along with that by um, doing this. So let's see. Um, so they've got sample prices on their website for some of these levels of savings, um, like the $1,000 savings plan they're saying is usually going to be good for three three-day Disneyland Resort theme park tickets. Uh, $2,500 plan they're listing as a five-day or five three-day Disneyland Resort theme park tickets and a four-night stay in Anaheim area hotels. $5,000 plan would probably be able to do five three-day Disneyland Resort tickets and a four-night Disneyland Resort hotel stay. Um, but those costs are actually uh, obviously going to vary depending on when you travel, depending on what costs are. Um, and some of their frequently asked questions I kind of wanted to go over here real quick. Sorry, this segment's going to take a little bit longer <laughs> today. Uh, but this is really good information, and I want you guys to have it. Um, they say, do you have to use your travel savings plan for Disney or Disneyland? Um, and the answer is no. Any amount you've made towards your travel savings plan, other than the initial $200 membership fee, can be used toward any of their destinations. So if you wanted to go somewhere else with this plan, you can do that. Um, let's see. Um, so you're going to receive your $50 travel certificates for those um, different destinations in an email within 24 hours after purchase. Um, and you don't have to have your full amount saved before you can book your vacation. Um, whatever's saved in there, you can apply at any time towards your um, vacation of choice. And with that... Uh, layaway plan uh, being free, you can lock in your vacation at any time. So if prices are cheap and you want to lock that in, start that layaway and you'll be able to, to just slowly pay that off over time. Um, so anyway, if you've got any other questions about this travel savings plan, definitely make sure you contact them, whether it's by phone, uh, visiting them on their website, email, uh, just get in contact with them somehow. They'll be able to answer any of those further questions for you. And on top of all that, make sure you let them know about our promo code. That is Main Street 10. It's all lowercase, the number one zero. That is going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So make sure you visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, online at www.getawaytoday.com, or you can give them a call at 855 4382929 Nice. So, sorry, a lot of information <laughs> there, but I thought you guys might need to know that. Well, and I did want to note it is like like we said it's 200 bucks um and you get the three $50 travel credits. Uh so obviously there's 50 towards Walt Disney World, 50 towards mm -hmm. San Diego or cruise package and 50 towards Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, some people might get this package and think I'm not going to Walt Disney world. What do I care about that? 
or I'm not going on a cruise. What do I care about that? But even at the 200 bucks, uh, the peace of mind plans is normally 75. Uh, the $50 Disneyland credit brings you up to about 125, and then uh, the free layaway, which is normally 100 bucks, puts you at 225. So you're still saving to uh, 25 bucks by getting this. Mm-hmm. So uh, no matter what you're doing, it's going <laughs> to save you some money. So uh, it's going to be use, worth it. If you use those other ones, uh, it's even better. But <laughs> It's pretty cool that they're offering technically a savings account for your next trip. Pretty much. Pretty awesome. So It's basically a dedicated savings for travel. Yep. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, sorry, I went to the website with you. So I'll get back to the agenda. But that $10 that you would save with our promo code will uh, could get you... Uh, I don't know. Didn't really think about this one. Maybe some popcorn, chimichanga. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? So one of the many treats that we talked about on the latest episode of the Castle Collective. To- yeah, yeah, exactly. Go check out the latest episode because yes. we were both on it. So yeah, the two of us are Wadhams Madams, Sean Rapier, and. Nick Galetti, who uh, is supposedly the king of Disneyland in the 90s. Just in the 90s, though. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's head on over to this week at the Disneyland Resort. Um, not much has happened or is happening. Uh, the holidays, of course, are there at Downtown Disney. And uh, tomorrow... As this episode was released, uh, Buena Vista Street is going to be open for business. So head on down to downtown Disney and see if you can get inside California Adventure to eat and shop and treat over in Buena Vista Street. So absolutely, uh, go check that out. If you're able to check it out, please let us know how it was. Uh, maybe send us some pictures, video, whatever you want to do. Uh, we would just love to to see it and hear about it. So let us know how it goes. Um, but other than that, not a lot happening at the Disneyland Resort other than what's already been happening. Um, and we'll get to some other things in a second that might affect all that. But uh, for now, that's what we'll, uh, what we'll end on. So let's head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner, where the trivia is at a 90-degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again everybody's favorite part of the show, trivia time. Wee-hee. Wee-hee, indeed. <laughs> That's two weeks in a row of wee he. Was it? He's running out of uh, woot sounds dizzle. to do. Woot <laughs> dizzle, indeed. I like it. I don't think we've used woot dizzle. So we'll we'll stick with that. Okay. <laughs> so last week's question: uh, What town is Radiator Springs shop owner Luigi from originally? I did not get a single correct answer from this, and I was a little sad about that, but that's okay. Sean Rapier, our 
uh, word on the main street, man on the main street, otherwise known as our Wadhams Modams. He was actually on the right trail when he sent me his answer because he thought that he seemed like he was from Sicily. Well, Sicily's a real town in uh, Italy, or I think it's a town. I don't know. Um, what I do know is that a lot of things in the cars world are cars themed. And while it didn't say Sicily, it does sound a lot like it and is probably referencing that when it is that he is originally from Carsley. So if you're writing the attraction, Luigi's Relic and Roadsters, you will hear him mention Carsley several times. So pay attention. You'll, uh, you'll definitely catch that. But congratulations to everybody that, well, no, nobody got it right. So never mind. Um, <laughs> but thank you for sending me your answers, everybody that did. Um, hopefully we'll get even more this week because I always enjoy getting lots of trivia answers in to my inbox. And we're going to move on to this week's question right now. And that is going to be, who hosted the now extinct Golden Dreams attraction where Ariel's Undersea Adventure now sits? Who hosted that? I actually never visited this attraction, so I don't even know much about it. But I do know who hosted it. If you know or you think you know, make sure you send that answer to me. That's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. It always looked kind of boring to me. <laughs> it, it did to me too. So I never went, but who knows? But I, maybe it was I knew good. the answer though, because their face was on it. It's true. Um, yeah, I, it must not have been that popular because it's gone so i will say that this person made an appearance in another extinct attraction known as superstar limo oh did she oh maybe <laughs> oh did, did he or she <laughs> did they did this person yeah yes all right well that's that's the hint for today so very good <laughs> uh, but brian Dang just it. gave you his email address if you'd like to uh say hello to us you can email brian of course at that email address and if you want to talk to me you can email me at sean s-e-a-n dot w-o-t-m-s at gmail.com or you can give us a call at 801-923-2455 and leave us a leave us a voicemail if you don't want the voicemail read on air I mean, summarized on air we don't really read voicemails but <laughs> if you don't want us to talk about it or if you don't want us to play it uh, just let us know uh sometime in the message so that we don't um and if you're sensitive with your name or something let us know as well but uh usually we don't say the full name when we do talk about people reaching out to us but just in case let us know um and then, of course, we are on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. So go check us out. Interact with us. Of course, our most uh, used and biggest following is on Instagram. So that is the place to be. That's the happening, popping place. That's so. until Parlor picks up. Until Parlor picks up. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, maybe we should get on it while it's fresh and new. That's right. We can be the big, the big wigs. That's right. Uh, in the Disneyland podcast community. Booyah. On a new social media platform. All right. Is that it? Oh, no. If you want to support the show, go ahead and do so by uh, sharing this episode with those that might also enjoy it. Subscribing to the podcast and leaving us a review on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, and Apple, not Apple, I said that, <laughs> Amazon Music. And then if you want to support the show financially, you can do so by uh, heading over to patreon.com slash word on the main street. All right, so that is it. Let us head on over to, uh, to the topic of the day or the topics of the day. Uh, a lot of these are very connected to each other. So, uh, we're going to have to do this carefully. So let's, uh, let's talk, let's just do the first one. Did you want to do the first one? Sounds good to me. Cool. So, uh, there's a, a fun little voice actor by the name of Jess Harnell, if you guys do not know who this guy is, we did interview him. Uh, <laughs> at uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Brian's wife just said hello over uh, Zoom. But anywho, Jess Harnell, we interviewed him uh, at FanX, I think last year. I'm not sure if that's uh, correct or not, but uh, we did interview him. He is the voice of Br'er Rabbit. Uh, as well as many other voices in Splash Mountain. And we did confirm that he was also the voice of uh, Marlin on the Finding Nemo subs. Uh, but if you, uh, now, you, now, we, now you know who Jess Harnell is. So uh, as I had just mentioned, he is the voice of Br'er Rabbit, as well as other voices in Splash Mountain. And he has recently talked about uh, his thoughts on the uh, the new retheming of the attraction to Princess and the Frog. So uh, I just thought I would let you guys know uh, what what he had to say about uh, them changing his beloved attraction. So uh, Jess Harnell says, I've had the experience of looking down from above on the Main Street Electrical Parade, watching kids' faces light up when voices I did come out. And there's no greater feeling to know that you gave people that happiness. Now, personally, I don't believe that Splash Mountain was offensive, and I don't believe that it alluded to anything offensive. But if it's going to upset people or make people feel bad about something terrible, then I get it. I'm sorry to see it go because I loved it. It was an honor to be involved, and I'm happy I had that chance. But I don't want to be a part of anything that makes anybody hurt. So... I, thought I like that, that. Those were pretty good words from from Jess. Um, the times I've met him and talked with him, he's just very down to earth. He is. He really is. And uh, almost seems like just a real normal, genuine guy that just happens to have a fantastic career. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's worth noting, I don't know if we've talked, if he mentioned it in our interview with him, but, uh, and I think the episode's called Jess Mountain, but uh, 
this was his first voice acting gig that he did. Oh yeah. First I think character. he did mention that. So, uh, I feel like it would be kind of hard to see that go on a personal level. Um, I would feel bad personally, but I guess these guys do this kind of thing all the time. So maybe yeah. not. It would just be weird. I think having your voice in a classic attraction for what is it? 30, at least 35 years, right? A lot of years. Let's just say a lot of years. And uh, now it's going away. So it would be cool. And hopefully they'll do this. Maybe they won't, but it would be cool if they used his voice in the new retheming of the attraction somewhere. Obviously not as a main character, but uh, it'd be cool to have him in the new one. Yeah, um, it would be a good tribute, I think, to to Jess Mountain. <laughs> right? <laughs> It'll always be Jess Mountain to us. So. Uh, That's right. And before you move on to the next uh, topic, I'm yeah. going to interrupt with some breaking news. Ooh. So I'm sure that uh, you saw, at least you, Sean, here, saw my wife pop in yeah. here on the Zoom. Well, uh, apparently there are new Disney Parks toys in the kids' meals. Yeah, McDonald's right now. So only what was that, Max? Sorry, the breaking news is happening right now. (laughs) Okay, so only select McDonald's are getting them, and they're heading out to today's day one. So they're heading out to go get numbers one and two right now as we speak. Who is my my? wife and my oldest they're going to get them now do you need i need them i need them i need whatever ones she can get her hands on (laughs) all right so uh, that is our breaking news if you (laughs) want disney parks mcdonald's toys head to your local mcdonald's and check and see if they have them today as we're recording is day one so you're at day two if you're listening on release day so uh, does she know what ones are available? Uh, that I don't know. So um, she knows we're trying to record. So there was a uh, <laughs> going on while I was here. So I quickly put my Zoom on mute <laughs> and only unmuted while I was speaking so they could do what well, they needed uh, to do. Let me, uh, I pulled up a little article that shows all the toys. Perfect. So well, I'm going to go, go ahead. You go and ahead and take over for a second. List these off. So uh, these are all inspired by Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, uh, which is coming to the Disneyland Resort. And we talked about the progress last week. Uh, so it's, it's Mickey Mouse characters on different attractions. So. We've got Goofy on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, so it is the train. Which uh, I believe released today, because the pictures that I saw from my mother-in-law that went and got them too, <laughs> I did see at least Goofy, so go I get need, your Goofy. I need them all, so I'm going to have to make well, all the trips I, to McDonald's. I have a feeling I will keep you posted, because I'm sure I will know, <laughs> as and as I know, you will know. Awesome. And hopefully uh, vice versa. Second, they're going to have Mickey and Minnie in their car from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, 
the next one is Mickey on the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, you've got Daisy on Soren. Uh, and it says it also features Spaceship Earth. Um, Disney World. Nobody cares. Right. Uh, we only care about Soren. All right. <laughs> uh, and then Mickey on Space Mountain. Fantastic. Uh, Donald on the Mad Tea Party. You've got Minnie on Dinosaur, which is a Disney World exclusive. Um, you've got Pluto on the Jungle Cruise Boat. <laughs> Uh, you've got Minnie on Pirates of the Caribbean, and then Goofy on Expedition Everest, which is another uh, uh, Disney World exclusive. No Haunted Mansion. Uh, and there goes my fingers crossed. Yeah. Dang it. But still what a really, waste. really I'm going to call cool. my wife and tell her to forget it. <laughs> if I can't get that, I can't get any. That's I'm going right. to pretend and actually... Uh, the the goofy on expedition everest i don't know if you can see this brian i could if your virtual background wasn't interfering with it so it's showing a mountain behind goofy and a white yeti and i'm pretty sure expedition everest has a brown colored i believe that's true so i don't know i could be wrong i am no disney world expert but i think you're right but it looks more so like a herald sounds to me. more like Matterhorn to me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, these look really, really awesome. And I want them. So, Well, sounds like you might have the first two coming your way. Huzzah. Let me know what I owe you. All right. <laughs> Will do. I'll... That's like the first time we've had breaking news. Breaking news. As How about we record. that? Uh, All of a sudden, my wife came in here and is trying to whisper talk to me because I have headphones on and I don't know what's going on. So Sean's probably wondering what was going on at my house. Same. My yep. mute going Same on. And, but, but yeah, breaking news straight from, straight from my wife. Awesome. So All right. I'll uh, let you know next time I have some in the field reporting. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's get back over to uh, the topic of Splash Mountain and princess and the frog perfect um we talked about jess harnell in case anybody needs a reminder uh from the breaking news that occurred but we had just talked about jess harnell and his thoughts on the retheming uh there's some other news that might not be as as good for those disneyland fans uh that may have wanted to ride splash mountain before it goes away uh so josh demaro spoke at uh the a the iaapa expo um about the splash mountain ride and he says we want to make sure that we're focusing on inclusive inclusivity <laughs> for our guests as well so we've chosen to speed up some of the work that we had been developing to make sure that our parks remain relevant and welcoming to all of our guests for example, we announced the transformation of our classic attraction, Splash Mountain, to include a new storyline based on Princess and the Frog. Tiana is a modern, courageous, and empowered woman who pursues her dreams and never loses sight of what's really important. It's a great story with a strong lead character set against the backdrop of New Orleans and the Louisiana Bayou. Um, so it sounds like they're speeding up the work for uh, the re-theming. 
Does that mean we won't see Splash Mountain before it goes at Disneyland? I don't know. Could be. You never know. But it's possible. Um, That quote also made me feel like they might be changing some other things. I hope so. They need to speed along the reimagining of what they want to do with Princess and the Frog and just go with the movie storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my thing, though, is he says, we've chosen to speed up some of the work that we had been developing to make sure that our parks remain relevant and welcoming to all of our guests um, and focusing on inclusive inclusivity for our guests. Uh, makes me wonder if they're going to change other things that might be, quote unquote, offensive. Maybe uh, Peter Pan. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Psh. We don't need to. We don't need to take anything out of Peter Pan. You leave it how it is, or else, or else, I won't like it. <laughs> That's right. Um, let's uh, let's go to this fun little dealy do um, from the Orange County Register. Uh, it's an article. Letting us know that uh, Disneyland is expecting to remain closed until March of 2021, at least. So um, I'll read you some of the quotes and stuff. Uh, they had a call. Um, it was a conference call with analysts on November 12th, which was Thursday. Um, so Christine McCarthy, who is the CFO of Disney, said, We currently anticipate. Disneyland Resort will remain closed at least through the end of the fiscal first quarter. Um, Our parks and experiences business continues to be impacted by COVID-19. We do not have visibility into how long it will last. Uh, So Disney's first quarter, uh, that's the end of the quote, but Disney's first quarter for 2021 is expected to end late December, not March, but the the first quarter is supposed to end in late December, just before New Year's Day, with results reported in early February. Um, and since, you know, after that, then they're expecting possibly to open in, in March. Um, apparently, they have seen a $9.7 billion decline in revenue for fiscal year 2020, which is Can a lot of money. imagine what caused that. <laughs> um. And uh, this article is saying uh, that small theme parks with a capacity of less than 15,000 visitors can reopen in the tier three, while large theme parks can return in tier four. Um, And it says that uh, Disneyland and DCA are currently in the tier two, which is the red tier. Um, Before I speak on that, because that has changed, Bob Chapek, uh, who is the Disney CEO, said about this, unfortunately, we're extremely disappointed at, uh, that the state of California continues to keep Disneyland closed. Frankly, as we and other civic leaders have stated before, we believe state leadership should look objectively at what we've achieved successfully at our parks around the world, all based on science as opposed to setting an arbitrary standard. So a little jab there from Bob Chapek. But let me tell you about the tiers. 
Shall we? Shall I? Let me tell you about my tears. <laughs> yeah. This uh this will definitely bring some tears. Hold on. This is giving me an ad. Stupid uh orange. Ads, ads, ads. Just the world full of ads. Yeah, that's all they care about. All right. Uh new. All right. Anywho, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, Newsom, word on the main street, favorite governor. <laughs> uh, so, Governor Gavin Newsom's decision to move nearly all of California into the most restrictive tier of his blueprint for a safer economy puts Disneyland, Knotts, and other major California theme parks one step further away from reopening amid the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, Orange County, home to Disneyland and DCA, and Knott's Berry Farm, if you care about that, will be moving into the state's most restrictive purple widespread tier one during news conference on Monday, November 16th. So that was announced that day at that conference. So Disney is now in tier one instead of tier two. So now they have to move from one to four. Probably not March. We'll see. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Yeah. The rest of the article is basically a summary of what's happened previously that we've already talked about. Um, But I should note uh, that this tier move into tier one actually restricts indoor dining. So uh, downtown Disney that had indoor dining can no longer offer indoor dining it all has to be outdoor Uh, oh boy little extreme little ridiculous in my opinion (laughs) not sure what brian thinks about that i mean we got some new restrictions in our state and as much as i don't agree with some of the restrictions that have put been put in our state they're nothing like this i i just don't understand how california puts up with newsom I, I really don't. Yeah. Fun stuff. I, oh, a lot of so the people, fun. a lot so of people I follow that are in California, no likey yeah. Governor Newsom. So I've talked to a couple people I know in California that have gladly signed a recall yeah. of Governor Newsom. And I hope the people of California are successful in that. I mean, I get restrictions. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I do too. I mean, it, it I wear a mask sense. whenever a business requires it. Yep. Even if the business isn't requiring it, usually I'm just in the habit of wearing it. Um, Sadly, we've all got to that point. <laughs> I mean, like I've been telling other people, I always, when I was in Japan, people would wear the masks if they thought they might be able, they might be transmitting something possibly. And, and I, I wonder that was, why I Japan that was, didn't have very many right? COVID cases. And I thought that was cool. Uh, and I'm like, that'd be cool if like people here did that. <laughs> we <laughs> are now. <laughs> if maybe they weren't feeling good and weren't sure, they just throw on a mask and people were cool with it. Uh, but uh, yeah, now uh, I feel like that's come, but a little more extreme than I thought. <laughs> uh, but anyway, did she get them? Did she get them? <laughs> let me uh, they are here 
We won't open Sean's, but we'll open ours. We have a a live unpackaging Ooh. of. We interrupt this here. broadcast. We do interrupt this broadcast. I am holding here, Goofy at the head of the train. That's awesome. <laughs> so here's here's Goofy, and here comes. Uh, oh yeah. Um, Mickey on his little space mountain uh, rocket. It appears. So that's pretty sweet. We did find more information. They're at all McDonald's. Can can you hear Megan? No. Okay. It's very so muffled. You, okay. They're at all the McDonald's stores. So go visit your local McDonald's. So you have until the second week of December to get all of them. And the McDonald's employees are suggesting checking daily for, for new, new uh, toys. So, <laughs> okay, so we got one and two. It's your mission now to get three and four. My mission is in Sean or our listeners' mission? <laughs> no, as in Sean. Megan right. has given you a mission. I feel a lot you're of responsibility. In, you're in charge of three and four for the both of us since we just got one and two for the both of us. Nice. And there's 10 in the set that we've already gone over on the show. Yep. $2 a piece. And I should note, if I remember correctly, Brian can probably verify right now with his two toys that he has. These are supposed to connect together to make a train. If you, if you look right here, yeah. Here's the, the connector. <laughs> they will all hook together. So Goofy, of course, in the lead car. Oh, he can connect to somebody too. So yeah. You can do he whatever can, the crap you he want. You can do whatever you want. You can put the engine at the back. So <laughs> Some trains do that. Some, some do. do. So there you go. That's that's what's going on. Let's <laughs> let's now get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Awesome. Um, well, where did I leave off? I don't remember. Uh, Sorry, that's my fault. I no, you're broke good. It again. More breaking news. We should get you an earpiece so that it can get fed into your ear. We'll just, we'll just all of a sudden, we're just going to cut and we're going to bring in the sound effect. Or you can just do it or I can go beep, beep, boop, 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 boop. Whatever way works. Live from Brian's news <laughs> All right, so yeah, Disney's in tier one. Like I was saying, Japan, I thought it was cool. It got here, but it's a little extreme. <laughs> yeah, but, very extreme, and that's exactly where we left off. But I get it. I get being cautious. I get keeping your distance, whatever. Um, but I just feel like this, what Governor Newsom is doing, is just a little overboard, a little extreme. Um, so fully agree with you there. If you guys think differently, that's okay. Feel free to let us know what you think. Um, and we can still all be friends. The majority we disagree. of people that I've interacted with of our listeners and followers on Instagram and whatnot, basically agree with what we're saying. Um, but if you don't, that's cool. That's cool. We still love every one of you. We still love you. 
All right. Uh, some fun news to end our little news segment with. It, it um, would be good to add on something <laughs> or end on something happy and joyous. All right. So uh, if you would like, go check out YouTube. Uh, Disney Imagineering has released a new video showing uh, some status views i don't know what to say here some little sneak peeks at the status of uh projects that they've been working on um so they go over a ton of different things um they show you i'll try and play this without the audio so i can talk you guys through it but they show the new epcot transformation um of course over at epcot um that they're working on um Harmony, harmonious. I don't know what that is. Uh, then they show the Ratatouille stuff going on. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind over at Walt Disney World. They just released the the cars that you ride. Um, and then they have also released a video of the new Space 220 restaurant, um, which is looking pretty good, uh, where you get to dine in space, space, space. Whoa! Um, <laughs> and then, of course, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, uh, which they are currently working on that we have found that is going to cost, I think, a minimum of $3,000. Is that correct? Yeah, because I think you have to book a minimum of like two three days. Nights. And it's $1,000. Pretty much $1,000 per person. Yeah um How that's just for your hotel stay <laughs> and you know i love star wars like i've i've said this before i probably am one of star wars biggest fans but i will never pay that kind of price to stay there ever yeah. unless somebody wants to take us or donate to the cause or somehow a of a donation somehow disney parks is like we got to get word on the main street here to talk about this uh they should be saying that <laughs> wink wink to uh disney parks if you're listening uh but if that doesn't happen same here i'm i'm never gonna be able to just drop three grand um unless i'm like wildly I rich imagine, i couldn't imagine how rich <laughs> i would have to be to be able to justify spending like that. That's, that's just, I'd have to be crazy. To I'd me. have to have a lot of money, like a lot of money. Um, that, that'd be crazy. Uh, so anyway, so they showed that uh, progress is looking pretty good. Um, of course, the Hong Kong Disneyland castle uh, is opening soon. The hotel, New York, the art of Marvel over in Disney Paris, as well as the Avengers campus in Paris uh, shows the construction there. Um, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but the Cars Route 66 road trip at Disney Paris, it's an attraction. I think we touched on it a little bit, but the progress it's showing looks really cool. Uh, they've got like fire on the mountain with some Dynaco gasoline and a Dynaco truck. It just looks, I don't know, it's an outdoor I don't attraction. Know if I've ever heard about it. But it's not going to be like the one in California, which is cool. I like that it's a different attraction. And it should um, be. And then, of course, Fantasy Springs and the new hotel at Tokyo, as well as Shanghai uh, Disney Resort Zootopia-themed land. 
uh, Mickey's that Runaway cool. Railway at Disneyland. And uh, the progress is looking good there. Of course, the Disneyland Hotel, Disney Vacation Club, and then Disneyland Resort Avengers Campus. Uh, they're showing a lot of the work on there, as well as the cars for uh, the new Spider-Man ride. So you can That's see cool. those. And then uh, the Quinjet um, they show as well. So I would recommend... I haven't seen this video yet, so yeah. I'm going to have to go check it out. Uh, so go check it out. Again, it's Disney Imagineering that put it out. Um, they've just shown a bunch of updates on the stuff they're working on. So it's cool to me that they're still working on some new stuff. Um, but of course, that money was already uh, set aside for these projects. So we'll see what happens after these. Uh, I don't know how much building will be going on after this, but we'll see. We'll see. Yep, we will. So things are looking good all around the world for Disney parks uh, as far as new attractions and new experiences are concerned. So I thought that was a nice little positive to our very somewhat negative day. (laughs) (laughs) Splash Mountain one wasn't really super negative. Um, I thought Jess Harnell's comments were very positive. They were. Um, And actually pretty much what I think most of us have been thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that Newsome man, he really brings the tone down. Yo, oh my gosh, I, 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 you, I can't say some of the words I <laughs> think when it comes to that man. Newsome. That's all I can say. That one I can say. <laughs> all right. Well, let's head over to our special segment. This should be pretty quick, and we'll get you guys out here. Yeah, for soon. such a new attraction, there's not a lot to say. Right. Uh, so for those just joining us this week, we've been doing a special segment where we go around the parks and talk about the attractions, um, and give you a little facts and our personal comments and experiences on these attractions. Um, and then that's it. So, uh, we finished Disneyland. We're in California adventure right now, and we are now at Ariel's undersea adventure, also known as the little mermaid ride. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as most people call it that's what i still call it um but uh brian will kick us off with some facts all right do it let's go so Ariel ariel's undersea adventure set sail on june 3rd 2011 nine years crazy to think crazy this year didn't really count though no, it didn't. So eight so, years. <laughs> eight years. Basically, everything will be off a year now. <laughs> uh, so this idea for the uh, this idea for the attraction has been around since the early to mid nineties, which is pretty crazy. So from what I was reading, they during that early can't talk today early to mid ninety time frame they were looking at doing something for the Magic Kingdom in Florida and Disneyland Paris for um, something with the Little Mermaid but it never quite came to be until they got the one put into Disney California Adventure awesome so pretty crazy that the idea has been around for that long and it took until twenty eleven makes you wonder how many like attraction ideas they have i would love to know how many ideas have been out there and have 
been put on the back burner just because they don't have like the technology that they need or whatever. Um, I'd love to talk to Josh Shipley. Because I know he knows some stuff. I know he does (laughs) because I think there's some stuff he still can't talk about because there's still a possibility of it coming to pass. So um, at least that's what he told us once upon a time. Maybe he's lying. Um, (laughs) Could could be. You never know. Um, So the attraction was built where Golden Dreams once resided in the Paradise Gardens area of Disney California Adventure. So you'll actually still see that entrance that they had for Golden Dreams, which is a a, uh, replica of the Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco, California. And uh, Golden Dreams starred. Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, let's not do that. (laughs) All right. Uh, The attraction closely follows the events of the 1989 animated film called The Little Mermaid. Yes. So it's pretty much shot for shot, just taking scenes out of it and throwing them up and letting guests travel through them so uh, not a lot of surprises it is not a post movie attraction which is why they should continue to make princess and the frog a movie ride and not a post movie ride agreed (laughs) so you know i gotta throw that in wherever i can just to make sure that disney knows (laughs) i'm not happy with a post movie attraction um anyway back to the topic at hand uh the seashells that guests sit in through the attraction uh, use the ever-popular Omnimover system. So you'll notice they look a lot like dune buggies, uh, just made into seashells. <laughs> so, uh, but definitely a, a very efficient way to get people through an attraction. Oh, yeah. Well, they've used it in many other attractions. Oh, yeah. Even some that have gone extinct. Adventures through interspace. That's a big uh, one. Let's see. Original voice actors Jody Benson and Pat Carroll are in the attraction. However, Sebastian is voiced by Philip Lawrence. Scuttle is voiced by Chris Edgerly. And Flotsam and Jetsam are voiced by Tress McNeil. Are they really? They are. Tress Can you McNeil? believe that? Daisy Duck herself. <laughs> she sounds just like the movie. She does. Speaking of Tress McNeil, any Animaniacs fans out there coming this Friday to Hulu, New episodes of the Animaniacs, starring Jess Harnell and Jess McNeil and uh, Rob Paulson. Um, so excited! I will note. Oh, you already never mind. Never mind. Go what did, what were we noting? Something that I just said. So we're good. Oh, okay. Well, then we're good. <laughs> we can move on to memories and experiences. Oh yeah, that was the last one. That was. So I didn't have this memory or experience, but I just have to always bring it up when we talk about this attraction. When Ursula's head fell off. Oh my gosh. I'd have loved to have been there. Uh, the world had that experience through YouTube. <laughs> that's so, true. Um, like I was there. It, it basically was. I cannot <laughs> believe that something like that happened <laughs> in a Disney attraction, but... Yeah, just to see her sitting there singing <laughs> with her head hanging down by wires yeah. from her body. It was a little little unnerving for some of the younger viewers. Yeah. And I will say, I mean, as far as experiences and memories, I was walked off this attraction. Oh, um, have you been? Yeah. However, nice. I was by Scuttle, so not a not a big walk off <laughs> by any means. I, 
I don't know if you personally can count that as being walked <laughs> off an attraction. Hey, I was past scuttle. What you know what I mean? So I you still, didn't even enter the ocean. I did not. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know that I'd count that, <laughs> but that's just me. If you want to count it, that's fine. I was walked off the attraction. There you go. There you go. Uh, that's more than I can say. So pretty much my memories is just writing it. I mean, <laughs> it hasn't been around for that long. I haven't ridden it that many times. My daughter loves this attraction. She is a very big aerial fan. So we ride this multiple times per trip. Um, it's usually a pretty short line. doesn't take long to get through. So even it's if it's a nice. long line, it doesn't take that long. It's yeah. Or it's the Omnimover system. It's just very quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I will tell you, knowing now that Flotsam and Jetsam are done by Tress McNeil, I want to go ride it again, or or at least watch the YouTube video just to listen and. Or just listen to can... the ride through. I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess I could just do that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to to really listen. Yeah. See if I can tell anything that sounds like Tress because yeah. I never would have known that if I hadn't read it myself. Well, the only reason I picked out Jess Harnell as Marlin on the the um, Finding Nemo subs is because uh-huh. he's he he does an Albert Brooks impression uh, at the con- at the conventions. <laughs> so I was just used to hearing him do that and when I heard Marlin on that ride after that I was like, yeah. that's that's just her now. <laughs> I was glad that got uh, got uh, proven. And same thing with uh, Jim Cummings in Be Prepared. Oh yeah, because Jeremy Irons didn't sing it, but like, there's a point in the song where you where it switches from Jeremy Irons to Jim Cummings, and you can tell after you know, but. Before you know, you don't even. I'm gonna have to go watch that again. (laughs) Yeah, there will be points, and you're like, "Yeah, this is Jim Cummings." So, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to go listen to Flotsam and Jetsam and see if I can hear Tress McNeil. I don't know that you're gonna be able to because that sounded just like the movie. I agree. So I thought they just used the movie audio. To be honest, I I really did, except for um. Sebastian. Sebastian is yeah. audibly different yes. than the original, but yeah. um, Scuttle sounded really good. Uh, oh, yeah. Flotsam and Jetsam sounded exactly like the movie, so to read that that was Tress McNeil that did it, I was I was impressed. Yeah. Well, awesome. Any other memories, experiences, or comments you have about the attraction? Not really. Just impressed at Ursula's ability to continue performing even without her head. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope to see that one day in person. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. I, well, Disney probably hopes you never see that again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks guys for listening to this week's episode. Um, if you like the episode again, please, uh, please share the episode with those that might also enjoy it share the podcast in general with people that might enjoy our entire show. Um, And of course, subscribe and leave us a nice five-star review on the following platforms. Those would once again be 
Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, and Amazon Music. And remember, go follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. We do want to thank Bryce Gardner for the theme song. You can go check out his original music on most music streaming platforms. And that is it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. Please join us every week, every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, slow down. You're not racing yet. Oh.